Hello all and welcome to this bonus episode of Two Psychs in Nikes. Education and returning to education is something that may be on people's minds, especially what's going on at the moment. Both myself and Larry over the years have returned to education in one way or another and maybe we can shed some light on it. So if you have any questions at the end of this episode, there's contact details if you want to get in touch with me. Um, and you can also share it with friends or family that are also going through something similar. And don't forget that we are on YouTube now under Two Sykes and Nikes, if it's handier or if you need a visual, that we're there too. So enjoy the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Hello all and welcome to a another bonus episode of Two Sykes and Nikes. I'm Jody. And I'm Larry. And in this episode, we will be talking about education and what it means to us. We, we've both had separate journeys going back to education, doing, doing different types of courses, uh, different subject matter. And we think it might be a good one to listen to at the moment because people are probably thinking of their future. They're thinking about what's going on at the moment and they might be mulling a change or even, um, in addition to what they do so uh, we thought well let's 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 get some information out there so Lar, you've probably had a slightly different journey than than my own so did you did mm. you, you you finished school early i know you were saying you didn't do your leaving but then you you start working uh, what was your first kind of taste in of a slightly higher level of education than secondary school uh, yeah, well, my yeah, I didn't do my leaving cert. Um, I just got back very briefly, like to, to my education journey, like because um, it all plays a part. I think for me, it played a part and, and still does up to now. Like so, like when I was younger, my parents sent me to an all boys school uh, down in Drimna Castle in Dublin, and that was it wasn't the local school. It was far away from where I lived, so I was with loads of lads that. I didn't know and I didn't get to hang out with after school. So, but they were all nice guys, you know. So I had a nice experience there up until uh, the t- it was like a brother's school. So it was run by brothers, religious uh, brothers. And uh, at one time the teacher slapped me across the face and told me to stand out in the hall. So I went out, stood out in the hall and I was only like a child, you know, I was only a kid. And uh, I think I was crying in the hall and I decided to get me coat. It would have been a duffel coat at that stage. Yeah. With the little tea uh, uh, to close it. Instead of buttons, yeah. I had like a get fake wood or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I grabbed me coat out of the cloakroom and jumped on a, on the 77A bus. I went, went home and I never went back again. And then I went uh, to eventually, like I had like a year off, I think then, and I went to the local school, which was mixed boys and girls. And oh man, that was so awkward because I wasn't used to being around girls in school. And so you can imagine what that was like. So that wasn't a great experience. And then I went to uh, secondary school um, and that was okay, but it kind of gradually got worse and worse because like family life at home wasn't great and that was really starting to impact everything in my life. Yeah, so eventually by the time I got to sixth year, uh, like I hadn't, I I was completely on another planet, like, you know, Mm. it wasn't funny at the time, I suppose, but I I decided to, I got a summer job and decided and had some cash coming in. 
So that's when I decided that I wasn't going to go back and do sixth year um, because I knew I wouldn't pass any exams. I wasn't doing any studying. So, yeah, so that was kind of like my early journey in school and education. You know? That's amazing because I, I lived very close to that, to Drimna Castle, where you, where you ended up um, as a youngster. And I was, it was kind of 50-50 if I was going to go there or another school. And whatever reason, my parents decided to send me to a different school, which was mixed. And I was there for my whole school life from, from 5 to 17. I was in one school. They did junior and secondary. And, um, I, yeah, it was mad. Now, I liked it. It was... But the problem was there was no there was no hands on stuff. It was all academic. There was no no engineering, no mechanical drawing, no woodwork, nothing like that. So that was the only thing that I probably missed because I I enjoy that stuff. But I was in a mixed school and I, it was it was okay. But I get you because I would have been a fairly good student. Like I I would have did my homework and I would have like I did a good junior cert, which. Uh, for anyone in the states or anyone that's around uh, 15 years of age, it's it's like a, a mid-level exam, and then you have another two or three years to your finishing exam, um, which is the leaving cert. And I did a great junior cert. By the time I got to the leaving, and I was 17, I had no real drive. Like I and I should have had an excellent leaving. But if you had a looked at my school life, but I had a very very average result in my leaving, and it yeah. kind of closed a few doors. But that was just, yeah, I mean, and the guidance and stuff you were getting in school then in 1998, I mean, the the career guidance was literally, I don't know if you ever even had it, it where you were, but career guidance was like, look through a list of a thousand college courses, see what points you think you're going to get and pick a few out and apply to them. And I always looked through these and I, I could never find anything. Like I was baffled, like nothing suited me. I was like, I don't know anything about any of these like things. So I, I ended up leave, like not going to, to third level after I left school, you know? Mm-hmm. So sorry, yeah, go on. I, I just, I, I just wanted, to, I wanted to jump in on that while you were talking about regular kind of junior and secondary school. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. so then what happened? So you, you had a few quid, you had a summer job and then... Yeah. Yeah, and then like, yeah, look at that time would have been alcohol and cigarettes and Oasis were out at the time and all that indie music. Yes. So uh, there was some good times as well, <laughs> then, yeah, as you can imagine. And then uh, with regards to education, then my experience would have been like there would have been from the age of 17 to like early 20s, it would have been kind of a bit like like a sheep kind of like following the herd kind of thing. And eventually it came to a stage where I felt like I had no opinion on things. Mm-hmm. It was causing me some problems. Like personally, I was like, geez, I don't, or just cause I realized I was like, I don't have, I'm just going by what other people are doing and trying to like a chameleon. I was trying to fit, fit myself into different social situations, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, match whatever was required in order to get by, you know, you can only do that for so long, you know. Then I said to myself, okay, I want to do something about this. So I started to buy, my kind of first step in adult education was buying newspapers and and reading them and trying to trying to get information and eventually form my own opinions of what I was reading and get, get some knowledge and form my own opinions. Um, and that was the start of it, was buying newspapers. Like, wasn't going to, to college or anything like that. Pretty simple, actually. It's a pretty yeah. simple start for you, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I bought papers like The Sun and... Uh, 
Good quality, mate. Just looked at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Looking at the, the comics. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, I was buying newspapers and reading them. But then eventually, the, my first step on the ladder of adult education was I decided to do like an evening course in maths and English. I'm not sure if I've seen it through. It was a start all the same. And I actually wrote down a list of all the different things I did. Like, so give us the yeah, eventually I did the English and maths even class, and then I think I did it. I well, I definitely did, but um, an ECDL course, European Computers Driver's License, yeah. And then I went and did a FOSS course for like a year, like that was a proper full time FOSS course. So, when it comes to FOSS courses, this was a, was a robust course, like mm. because. Usually they could have been a little bit flaky, some of them, like in a sense it could have been just like a one day course or, but this was like full time for a whole year. You, you learned how to use computers in depthly. You basically learned how to use all the office packages, you know, Word, Excel, PowerPoint. And we also were learning how to speak German. And part of the course we went to Germany and lived in Hamburg for like a month. Yeah, got a work placement, and so it was a great, it was a great experience. It's a very impressive fast course, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we said. It was very robust, you know. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that was a really good experience, and it's it's interesting because the teacher we had, Maureen was her name. She was such a kind person, and I was uh, like the people in the class that went to that fast course. They all had their own issues, you know. Like I used to be terrible for turning up late. You know, sometimes a class started at nine o'clock and I'd turn up at like one o'clock or two o'clock. Like, oh. so it was, yeah, I was because I was in a with the family life I mentioned earlier and leaving school, like, life wasn't in the, it wasn't like a, in, hadn't got a good grip on things, you know. But the teacher said to me in the first course, said, I don't care what time you come into the class, just call me beforehand, tell me you're going to be late. That's all I ask of you. Um, and then you come in like it's not a problem it's not a problem so I was like oh, oh okay okay we can do that uh, as hard as it was to make the phone calls uh, I, I knew that because she said that's such a simple little thing like like the education it's not all like about reading books and learning things it's that like the relationships with the people in the class and your feelings and how somebody can notice something and say something to you, they all can play, like, major parts in you moving forward, like, you know. I would agree with that, like, and especially there's a tiny little thing from a teacher that wasn't even about, like, the the knowledge base of the course or it was nothing to do with the modules. It was something completely separate. It was about timekeeping. But the fact that she talked to you about it and you talked, okay, so I can come in, I just have to let you know. It's given me some kind of accountability and she knows where she stands. That's amazing. Like, that's a really yeah. like, little leadership thing there. Yeah, I love that, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. So that was, I'll, I'll, I'll always remember that, like, very grateful for that. Such a small gesture. Yeah, so I did the, the FOSS course and then eventually, after doing that, that really kind of pushed me forward, like, and then, I was looking for a job, like, and I got a job with a company. And while I was working in that job, I decided to study with the Institute of Management in Ireland. And I, I studied a management course that had four different modules. And the only reason I decided to do that course was because 
I had a psychology module to it. And I thought, like everybody, I suppose, that, I thought that would be interesting. That would be interesting. So I did that. And then while I was studying, I enjoyed, and I was very diligent then. I, was, I never missed a class, always on time. It didn't matter what the weather was like. I, and I was working a full-time job as well. Um, so, Larry, was that at the weekends or an evening during the week? Or can you remember? Like, two evenings a week. And okay. I was working a full-time job. So, and it would have cost a couple of grand as well. Okay. You know? So, at that stage, I had kind of, I was more responsible. And what, when I did that course, I didn't have like a particular aim. I was just like, I just decided to do it. Kind of like, why not? And then after I was kind of, while I was doing it, I decided, well, if I'm learning about management, I might as well try to get a job in that area, you know? Mm. So it's sometimes you put the cart before the horse, like you don't know what it's going to get you. So yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I looked for a job and I got a job as an assistant manager in a, in a company. Directly because I was doing this course. I, yeah, I, that's the power. That's the power, yeah. That's what motivated me, and that's what helped me get the job. And um, eventually I became manager of the, of the branch uh, that I got the job in, and I was manager in a couple of different places um, with that company. So the, that, that management uh, course really helped me. Um, then eventually I went on and I started a degree in business and that was a funny story like I, I was still working at the time for that company and I was like I think it was a sales rep for them I had different roles and I my lifestyle would have been a bit hectic like I worked hard but I also stayed up very late and I you know, went drinking and all these different things and I remember I was trying to do this business course and I really liked the course I, I really got a kick out of it I drove in one time parked my car in the car park and was then I was due to get out of the car and go into the college in town. I just sat back in the car for a sec, closed my eyes and I fell asleep <laughs> and uh, I, woke up like, I woke up like an hour later and I was like, oh no, I'm after, I'm, I was so exhausted. It just dawned on me, I thought, I can't, uh, I can't do both, I, I can't do my full-time work and the lifestyle I have, and go to college and study the Oh, you're born now. Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep in the car, like, yeah, so I decided, like, okay, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to drop the education. Um, it's just not going to work, like, so I had to drop Did you drop that. that rather than your hard living lifestyle, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> We're uh, supposed to be promoting education on this episode, <laughs> yeah. not saying don't do it. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And then, uh, yeah, so I left that. And then then I think the next time I went to college, I, I, I had set up my own company in the meantime. And I had a need, like I wanted to had a, have my own website for my company. And I wanted to do the digital marketing, but I couldn't get my head around it from YouTube videos. So I decided to go and study. So I went to the Dublin Business School and I enrolled in a digital marketing course. I seen that, I did the course, but they had a project that you had to do. And I did the project and all, but I didn't actually do, I think you had to hand it in and get it marked and all, but I don't recall actually handing it in because I, I was kind of coming from a place of I don't really care what, mm. I just want to obtain the knowledge. Like I don't need a certificate off anybody. It doesn't make any difference to me. I'm not looking, looking for a job off someone to show them a certificate. Okay. So I was, okay, you needed the knowledge. Yeah. I just needed the knowledge. That was it. Yeah. And 
I got kind of got the knowledge and then um, that was that. And then what was next? <laughs> yeah, then, then kind of coming up to present, I decided that I was going to study uh, psychotherapy. And it was a very kind of, I, I had set up this weekly meet-up group um, called the Psychology Discussion Group. So I set this group up and people met in a cafe and we chatted about psychotherapy and psychology and that kind of stuff. And one of the guys that came, really nice guy called Jer, and he went to college and he's a qualified psychotherapist and he's really knowledgeable and um, he, works, uh, he works in that area now. And he has done for years. But he, he recommended I do this course. And I said to myself, I trust this guy. Uh, I like him. Um, and I'm going to go with what he's recommended. And I just thought, and I signed up, I think, later that day to do an introduction into psychotherapy. And uh, That was quick. That's awesome. Because you, you were proactive setting up this, this group, right? Which is you're putting yourself out there. You're setting up a group. And then... There's a chap that you kind of resonate with and he suggests then that you maybe have a look at this and you go and do, like, talk about like serendipity or whatever. That's magic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I just thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go with what this guy, I trust him. I'm going to go with what he's recommending here. And yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I did that introduction course like a year ago um, and it was like it dipped me toe in the water because the thought of starting a degree course because I had did that before, I fell asleep in the car, quit it, and I thought, you know, I'm gonna dip me toe in the water, and it felt, it felt like the right thing to do to do the intro course, and I did that, and people might be in a different position and think, oh, but that's another year, and you know, uh, it's a, it could be a waste of time, like just start, and it costs money, but it, if you start too soon, it may never, uh, you may never see it through, so. If it means like adding an extra year and a bit more money, and you can afford both of those things, it's probably a good investment. Like you know, to give yourself that space. So the introduction alone, Larry, was that was like kind of nearly a full. That was like a year extra. Yeah, it wasn't just like a weekend intro or whatever. No, it was like it was like a two semesters in college. Yeah. Okay, so it's a commitment when you're in your when you're at the age to to commit to that, isn't it? It's it's a big move. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't too hard for me, I suppose, because of the, my lifestyle, like, and my job that I, the company I created, I had I had some extra time, spare time and flexibility. But I appreciate if someone's working a full time job because I've been there before. Then it's then it's a different decision, like, because it's like they're working forty hours a week, and then they're saying, yeah, and you probably have a family, kids. So people can be in different scenarios. So for me, actually, uh, I was looking for something to do with me time. So my circumstances were, were unique, you know. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And how's it going? Are you happy you made this decision now? Because, like, I mean, the, prob- the, the worry is that you, you take this on and you commit financially, time-wise. Uh, everyone, like your family and your, your partner is involved. Are you happy you did it now? Or are, will you see it through, do you think? Yeah, well, I decided then to go on and do the degree course uh, because I had such a good experience doing the introduction. So I was like, okay, now I know that I want to do the degree. So I think if if you have an opportunity to dip your toe in the water before committing to the big thing, 
uh, that's the ideal way to do it if you're if you're kind of unsure. Also, someone said to me like when I committed to the, the degree, it was difficult because it's like a four year commitment. But someone told me that it's not really a four year commitment. Like you don't you pay for each year as you go, and if you don't want to continue after the first year. But then you've only paid for the first year and then you don't have to continue. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not really committing. I, I could personally commit like to myself that I'm going to do four years. But I still, it gave me some comfort knowing that I'm not like literally committing. It's not a financial commitment for four years because yeah. I'm not paying for all up front. So that just gave me a little bit. It took the pressure off me. I thought, okay, I'll see how the first year goes. And if I, if I, if I like it, I'll do the second year, see how that goes. If I still like it, I'll do the third year. It just psychologically that kind of took the pressure off me, and um, I, I really enjoyed it because it's it's just given me a, in the experience I've had. It's not only like opened my eyes to the world of psychotherapy and psychology and all that information and knowledge, but just the interaction between a group of people who are interested in the same stuff. That's yeah. like that's magic, you know. What would the percentage of people that did the, 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 so that, that introduction year where you could decide then to go on or not, what was the percentage of people that would have actually continued and, and started the degree course? Oh, it's percentage, Jamie. It's probably like 10%. That, that was the, there was only 10% of people went down to do the yeah, degree? Yeah, about 15%. So only, well. so 14 people in the class and two people out of the class went on. Gee. Wow, that's amazing. Right, so, so most people didn't do it well. Yeah, yeah. So, that kind of, so um, that's where I'm at now, Jody. I'm still, still trying to educate myself. Yeah, and I think probably the likes of us will probably always be either self-educating, like, or trying to do stuff. I, I, what you were talking about there, it just it resonated with when you left school or when you're, when you're doing your leaving at like 17, 18 years of age. It's... There's, like, because I'm, I was similar. I didn't really want to do anything after it, but I, I stuck a course on like you fill out the CAO form. It's like a college application process, and nothing resonated from all the courses in the whole country of Ireland, except travel and tourism. Right, so I, I ticked that box, and the points were very gettable. But I enjoyed. I was always like into travel, and I didn't really know what I'd do with it. Um, maybe work in a travel agent or be a rep or something. It wasn't, it wasn't Rolls Royce stuff. But anyway, I said I'd go and do it. So I got enough points to go and do it. And I went in the first morning into the college and I stayed until the first bell, which was probably half 10, 11. It was like a, a break. And yeah. I walked straight out. Like I'd, I didn't even give a check or anything. I didn't pay. It, it wasn't for me. I knew immediately like that. I just, I couldn't, after like 13 years of education, go and do this. I just felt, so what I'm saying is we're not bad like humans or whatever, but I would say that we're just, maybe we're slightly immature at 17 to pick something that you're going to do for the next couple of decades of your life. It's, it's big pressure. So I left that and I went and got a job and uh, it was in a print shop, actually like a, a print shop. But then I, I got to about 23, 24 and I mentioned in a previous podcast that I was in a job for a few years and another company asked me to go and work for them and I went and did the interview and I got it. And then I was let go very quickly. So I was let go within three months. Uh, so it left me a bit, I suppose I was a bit kind of directionless at that stage. Mm. So 
somewhere out of the blue, my partner said to me, and this is way back in 2004, um, she said, what, what, what would you like to do with yourself? Like, do you see yourself working in a warehouse like you were doing or do you see yourself? And I thought, well, I've always been creative, but in school, I couldn't do art in me leaving because I wanted to do Spanish. So school, you know, you have to pick and choose. So I hadn't done art, but I, I always loved making and building and drawing and stuff. And she said, well, maybe look through like the night course booklet or online to see what's around or what could you do? So literally that day I was, I was at home and I went through all the stuff I could find about like ELC courses, which is post leaving cert. It's like your stepping stone to, to university or uh, uh, institutes of technology. So mm-hmm. um, I found one in, in, a, in, in college in Dublin and it was around the middle of September. So I thought, have I missed the boat? I wonder how they started. So I rang them and they said, come down tomorrow and we can get the tutor of that course to sit down with you. So I went down the next day. Uh, she sat with me and said, look, we've started a week or two, but I'd recommend you to start if you want. So literally I went home, told my partner, listen, from tomorrow, I'm going to college for a year, full time, Monday to Friday. And th- that's what's happening. So she was <laughs> like, this is the thing. I, I think education as a, as a so-called mature adult, you definitely need a supportive uh, partner or family or whatever. Yeah, I've had this the whole time because I could have went home. Important, yeah, because yeah, you could go home and you're told, no chance, like you, you have to work or whatever. So, but this was for the benefit of the future, hopefully. So what I did was I started the next day. I had to get a school bag and stuff like I was 24 and you're walking into the college and everyone's 17, 18. You feel already like, oh, Jesus. So um, I did very well in that. It was it was advertising and graphic design. So it kind of, it was a little bit corporate, a little bit businessy, but also a lot of hands-on like art. And I, we didn't do computers in school. So this was my first taste of actual computers and wow. possibly using them in the workplace. <laughs> so yeah, I was way behind. But I had a good year. I can picture, I can picture you banging the keyboard. <laughs> 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 like in Zoolander. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I had to get, I had to get kind of up to speed quick, right? But I think when you—that's what I'm saying about the maturity. Because I was 24, I went and I bought magazines about design at the weekend, and I went to libraries and got books, and I looked online for what was kind of going on in the design world, and you had to do presentations in the college, so I would have looked up how to do. So whereas the the younger ones were like. It's only a year of a PLC. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, yeah, it's not going to change my life. So there was three of us that were a little bit older, and we kind of grouped together. And I'm still in contact with, with the girl, actually, believe it or not. Like, all these years later, she lives in the States. We went to her wedding and all a few years ago. But um, So we, we did well. And I got out of there, and I got, like, a, a few distinctions, and I did well. And actually, I finished on the Friday, Lair, mm-hmm. that course. And I started work on the Monday as a junior graphic designer, which I thought, holy hell, that's been amazing. Because I thought I'd have to go on and study more or something. So I got a job. And basically, that was 2005. And for the last 15 years, I've been working in the creative industry. Uh, Then I went freelance in 2013. But like I've worked for loads of different companies. It's given me amazing opportunity. That one year... Mm -hmm. That allowed me to like change my whole lifestyle. I was working in the stores before that, driving a forklift, which I loved. But 
I think the minute I, I took the decision to go back to education, totally changed my lifestyle. Uh, financially, confidence-wise, even the level of, of, of interaction that you're having with people. Like I'm talking uh, with people in like banks and I'm talking with people in huge corporations and mm. you're having to maybe get suited up. It's a whole other life just after yeah. that year. So yeah, it was, it was now the only thing is when you're doing it, you have to deliver. I was delivering pizzas Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I remember me dad had this little old Punto van, a Fiat Punto van. And I tell you, it was nothing special, but I loved this thing. It was black, everything, nothing really worked in it, but it was a little van. And he said to me, son, uh, why don't you take that? I'm going to give that to you for to go and do your deliveries in. So I thought this was the best thing ever. So I delivered <laughs> pizza Monday to Thursday. Yeah, Monday to Thursday. And Friday and Saturday, I went to a chipper and delivered fish and chips. So, and then I was also working in Boots, the pharmacy for Christmas, um, like stocking shelves and stuff. So you kind of make it work. You pay the bills while you're doing it. Like, so... Um, and then I suppose then a good few years passed, I traveled, but I was, I was in the design industry. It was, it was great. I was doing other courses, obviously. Um, I would be the type of fella that like, if I start, I, I was doing a lot of art, like painting and mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't get them framed cause it was very expensive to get a painting framed. Like it could be a yeah. hundred or 150 quid. And I thought there's no chance I'm going to do this. So I would go and do a night course to find out how you make frames for paintings. And then oh, I would go and buy me on the, yeah so i'd be that type that would i'm not paying to put a floor i'll put the floor down i'll plaster the wall you know so that's that's the way i am so um then a few years ago uh again i had been in the design industry it's it's cool i like it it's very dynamic but i wanted more human interaction i wanted more like i found the screen a bit um didn't really give me anything back you know you turn off at night and you walk away and that was like, you'll do the same again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I felt, what have I been interested in for the last decade? And I looked at all the situation and I looked at all my books and I looked at um, what have been kind of, what hasn't changed, what has been consistent since I was a kid. And it was human interaction and um, create, creative pursuits and sports. So basically this opportunity of a sports, uh, sports psychology master's yeah, presented itself basically, and I, because I I hadn't got too much college qualifications behind me, I had to do like a an alternative um, application process. Mm-hmm. You, you send a CV, you, you do a CV, you do um, you write you write kind of a bit about yourself. You 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 basically do a presentation of yeah. why you will be suitable for this. You know. Yeah, so like, I, I think uh, adult adult students do need to do that if they haven't got the points or leaving cert and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's what I had to do, and it was like I'm glad I had the opportunity to do it. But so I sat down and I took a few days to do it because I really wanted this thing, and and I got in, and I thought, well, I I'm not sure about the level. I don't know much about master's degrees or whatever, mm. but I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this because it was almost like. Let's do it. So then I started the course. Now again, I had to travel. It was it was about a hundred and it was about two hundred kilometers each way to the college yeah. from Dublin. So I had to go on a Monday. So I get up at half six, drive down to the school, spend a the day there doing all the modules, and then come home. And you'd be home for seven or eight that night. So Monday, Monday was a ride off um, with college. But the problem was. My regular work day as a freelance designer in an agency was Monday. And 
they couldn't change it because there was someone else looking after the Tuesday to Friday. Okay. So that was my kind of bread. That was my bread and butter. That was paying my, my bills. And it was a huge thing to say, right, there's nothing we can do here. I had to walk away from that. And that was, that kind of was a burden. So again, I had to sit down with, with my partner again, the same person as back in 2004 and say, can we do this? Like, are we going to be able to? So we came up with, yeah, let's, let's go for it. So over the next year and a half, that's what I did. Loved doing the exams. Didn't really like writing the papers and stuff. It was, it was a level that I wasn't, I definitely was not used to. I got a bit of a shock now, I have to say. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. I think if anyone's planning on going back to a level that they're unfamiliar with, maybe try and ask a friend or, or talk to somebody in college about what's expected because I went in at the deep end and I couldn't really talk to anyone. Nobody in my family had been to college. Nobody... I was really stranded a little bit and I struggled. Like I really struggled to write papers that were scientifically accurate and stuff. So, um, so that, 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 could, be, that to, could be the catalyst for a lot of people to, to jump ship and say, Oh no, I can't, I can't do this. I can't get my head around the essays or the books or the information. It's just too much. I'm not at that level. And you could quit, which is completely understandable. Cause if you've nobody in the house to talk to about, you know, friends, that can relate to it and you're kind of stuck on your own and nowhere to go with that problem like so if you can kind of you have some support or like that introduction course I was talking about something to ease ease the burden you know I think that's that's uh, that's nearly as crucial as committing to the course because I was stuck and I knew I was and after the in the second semester, I nearly left because um, I, I I didn't think I'd get through. Now I had all like I committed to this financially and time time wise, but I didn't think I'd get through. So I wobbled a bit on the second semester, but I kept going. And then when it came to actually writing the thesis and logbook and all these other components, I wobbled again, and and I didn't make the deadline. But I was able to extend it. There was again a family thing going on. Um, and it was it was pretty heavy, so I, I was able to get and they, they granted me an extension. So um, I put my head down again, and I went again for six months. And I wrote I wrote my thesis. Um, we discussed it in episode one or two about the surf mm-hmm. coaches, but I failed. Like so, I sent it in, and I didn't get through. Mm-hmm. And funny little story. Uh, so I was away at the time, and my dad rang me to say, "Listen, son." Your, your piece of paper is here with your results so I thought uh, this is like this is rock and roll like my dad is going to deliver my results over the phone to me and he's going to we're going to be like this is beautiful my partner's parents were with us at the time so it was my partner and her man dad were, 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 at, were at the place where I was and my dad was reading out the results on the phone and I was like well, this couldn't be more perfect and he opened the paper and he said uh, the, the education board has found a recommendation for you to fail. And I thought, oh, no, Dad, like, just keep reading there. And he said, that's it. There's nothing else on it. <laughs> so he, <laughs> oh, no. I can laugh about it now. I know. So this is only last, um, this is last oh. September, October. So it's fresh enough. So I thought after all the, I think it was in total two and a bit years of major. So, I said, well, what am I going to do now? So I got in touch with the tutor and she said, you can walk away now with um, a diploma. 
if you want. You can do an exit uh, if if you feel like it. And I thought yeah. I have dragged it on for a long time, and I've I've struggled. I'm not really. She said there is a bit of work to be done if you were to repeat. So I, again, I had to sit down with my partner and go, look, I'd need to give. I've two two or three months to rewrite the thesis. Um, grow the study, get more participants. Yeah. And I'm going to have to call in extra help. Like I'm going to have to ask someone to help me out on editing or on, on reading it for me because I'm, I'm kind of, I'll, I'll do the same thing again and I won't get through. So she said, right, let's do it. Let's repeat. So I had to get the extra money, which, which is a good few, but I think it was 1,600 just to hand the paper in again and get remarked. Oh, like, that's so. a good chunk to change. Eh? It was a huge chunk, yeah, because of the amount of uh, credits that it, it added up to. So, right, I said, right, let's do it. And um, I, I sat down here and I, I wrote for the next two months and I went for it. And uh, I handed it in on New Year's Eve. They're just gone. New Year's Eve, I, I posted it to the college. And I found out then, I think the end of January, that, that I had gotten it and I had done quite well. Fantastic. And I was delighted. But what I had to do was, Larry, this is the important bit, right? So when it came back to me as a fail, the important thing there was, right, if I go on and do this again, if I pay again and if I commit again, yeah. I'm going to have to change something because I'm not going to get through if I just do the same. If I sit there and grind it out like I did before, I'm not going to pass. Yeah. So it was funny. I had to go through quite a bit of like a – self-reflection i had to sit down and say well, where did i go wrong mm. and i realized that i wasn't mad on people critiquing my paper like that's i after looking at everything like i didn't really want somebody going through my stuff and saying mm. that's not good or that's not gonna make it yeah. so i realized i'm gonna have to open up i'm gonna have to open up to that if if i want to get through so i when i asked a friend um who was in luxembourg mm-hmm. to if i send like little sections of it can she just read it and see does it make sense to a neutral person so she mm. went through it my partner went through it but it was very hard to get this stuff back and listen i didn't like what you were saying there or whatever i felt like it's really tough to get that but what yeah. i will say in, in in hindsight um i i also changed a few other things like how many hours i was willing to commit to it because like i was talking six eight hour days for two months mm. getting this through like i, I went but anyway so what I'm saying is if you decide to go back to college, for me, it's support from the people that you live with or are the closest to you and people that understand and will, will not like ask you to do things that you can't do because it is and that you might have to go through a lot of a lot of changes or a lot of self-development while you're doing it. They're just the two things that I, I noticed when I was doing it. Mm. Yeah, there's always something to be learned along the way like and it's not always like it's not always comfortable or like yeah you could fail and then like you mightn't want to see the course through so it's not black and white like it's different for each person and it's yeah. not, and, and even when you finish the course, you're not walking out into like a hundred grand job. There's no, it's not like, you know, that once you get this piece of paper, your life is like rosy. It's, it's going to be still a, a journey from there as well. So it's, it's just, it's all experience, but just be patient. And, uh, but would you, here's my question. If somebody came to you you know, tomorrow, a good friend or something and said, I'm looking at doing this, would you advise them 
to go back if they could, or would you say keep going without the education? Or would you, like what would what would would you advise them to do it or to to not? I suppose I'd be interested to know what the motivation is, okay. uh, but like whatever their answer is to that question. Uh, Sadie said, I just want to earn more money. I just want to have more security. I want to buy a house or, you know, I want, I want more money. I want to earn more money. And they, they go into education to get a qualification, which will get them a better job and get them more money. Extrinsic motivation, extrinsically motivated there. What? <laughs> I mean, cat is attacking me. Yeah, I see that. Like, so uh, I know, say my, my uh, thoughts to that were like, were like uh, I don't know if that, that, that's a good motivation, but there's no passion there, or I could think that. But security, say, is a great is a great motivation. It's a fundamental requirement, like to have a roof over our head, and you know, and to do that, you need money. But they say they decide to go uh, into education just for that reason. The journey that they'll experience won't be just like a journey to earn more money. They'll they'll be interacting with other people. It's such a rich experience. So yeah, whatever thoughts about it you have beforehand, experience of it could be completely different, you know. Yeah. And you could you could still reach your goal of getting a qualification and you get that job, but then you have that journey that you've been on that is a lot more than that. So you can get mm-hmm. that benefit plus lots of other rich rich things. Yeah, I would second it. I think that like we've both had very different journeys, but I suppose uh, I think we're both very happy with the with the fact that we did give other things a go and stick with a bit of education. I mean, it's no it's no harm if you can do it. I'm happy with that, Lair. I think it's been I think it's been great. I would say that if anyone is having thoughts about something something like this, I have absolutely no problem sharing any like tidbits of information that I learned. If if anyone wants to send me an email like uh, or get in touch on Instagram or Twitter. It doesn't bother me. Like I'll, I'll have a chat with you. So um, my website is talktothebishop.com and Instagram and Twitter is at talktothebishop. So, I mean, I have no problem if anyone is, is on the fence or is even going through a tough time. Like, um, yeah, just give me a get in touch and we can have a chat about it. So listen, Larry, thanks for sharing some of that. And it's been, it's been brilliant. I hope people get something from it. And um, if there's any comments in, on the YouTube, put them underneath and we can come back. Or um, yeah, or if you enjoy it, or if you think a friend or a family member could benefit from this, like share it on. It's it's we think it's important stuff to get out there. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks, Jody. Uh, thanks, Lara, and we'll see you for episode eight uh, very soon. All right, take it easy.